Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We are so glad to be back with you at the beginning of the last week of January. So yes, already, like, I don't know if for you guys, if you have that feeling that you just like uh, uh, close your eyes and open it and like, we still have a month done in the year of 2024. Oh my God, that was so fast. But today we are continuing into our book that we have started last year with Sylvain, which is Developing the Leader Within You 2.0 from John Maxwell. And we have reached close to the middle of the book, actually. So today we are in the chapter Problem, solu uh, problem Solving. So as a leader, we all know that this is something that we will face because when you like get a position or when you have a team and especially for us in an MLM business, we have to develop those competencies as leader. And one of them is problem solving. So obviously people will come and talk to you and ask you, okay, what they need to do in certain type of situation. Because as Sylvain covered last week, their problems become your problems when you decide to be a leader. So today we will get to the second part of the chapter that is about others. So we all know that we can learn a lot about ourselves by the way we deal with problems. So that's what we learned last week with Sylvain. So when you are facing problem and you are in a solution mode, you learn a lot about yourself. But what is great is in a leadership position, okay, you can also find out a lot about others people based on how they react. So yes, you will be able to get some important information about who they are really. And I really love how John Maxwell have decided, has decided to start the chapter. He said that he asked a friend, okay, about the character of an acquaintance that they both have, but they don't know very well. And actually his friend respond to him, I'm not able to comment on his character. I never seen him handle adversity. So if you really want to know how people are, what are their character, okay? You just have to make them try to resolve some problem, be in front of adversity, and you will gain a lot of information. So yes, as a leader, this information is critical. When you know, okay, how people react, this will actually help you manage better your team because somebody that is negative or react very like strongly to a situation and negatively, this could impact the chemistry of your team. And I'm pretty sure that you guys, because we are all a lot part of the same MLM, we all have like team discussion and it just somebody that like throw negative comment into that chat and this completely changed like actually the, the, the chemistry of the team and the chemistry of that, um, of that group. So today we have four elements that we want to cover to understand how problem introduce us to other and make them discover. So first element, people who make problems worse. 
So I'm pretty sure that you have seen people, okay, actually build a bigger problem of what it actually was. And to help us understand that, John Maxwell have a really great metaphor into his book. He said that everybody on Hertz is carrying two buckets, okay? In one of the buckets, you have water. And in the other bucket, you have gasoline. So when you face a problem, okay, what is that thing that you throw at the problem? Some of the people will just like throw water just to be sure that this problem, okay, didn't even come bigger. Or some of the other people will just like throw gasoline at the problem. So when the fire gets in, what is happening? the fire is getting bigger and bigger. So those people, okay, are really, really dangerous, okay? Those one who enjoy, okay, and really enjoy throwing gasoline, okay, on the fire are actually a liability to you and to your organization. So right now, can we do something about it? No, but what it is important is, are you able to identify it as a leader? And I know that, Sylvain, you have an example just to illustrate also that principle. Oh my God. Oh, I'm still on you. Sorry. So what we see in, in that simple situation, okay, there is worse thing than that, that yes, you are in a restaurant, there's problem. So people are just building it, okay, and say, look at the problem. But at first, there was no problem. It's just like, what is the, the, their filter that they have through their life that has made them decide that, okay, I'm going to make a scene like over here. Second element, okay, is people who become problem magnet, okay? We all have 
certain type of people, certain type of friends or um, people that we know, okay, acquaintance that are actually magnet of problem. And this is, is actually a real thing, okay? This is based on uh, the law of magnetism. This came from another book of John Maxwell, The 21 Irrefutable, Irrefutable Law of Leadership. We've talked about it also into the book, The Secret, when we started our podcast four years ago. It says, who you are and what you think is who you attract. So when we say that our thoughts are real and our thoughts like attract people, well, this is true in both ways. It is true for the positive, but it is true also for the negative. So just be sure, okay, that you are aware of those tough thoughts that you have into your mind, okay? So one of the first law of the hole, okay, say, if you are in a hole, stop digging, okay? So when you have somebody that is a magnet of problem, they, they just continue and they see problem everywhere. Well, first, stop, okay? Just stop. And as a leader... We have the opportunity to help those people to stop being a problem magnet. So for sure, the first thing is to get the shovel out of their ends, okay? And if they are willing, that is the important part. If they are willing, okay, you can help them change their mindset. And one of the places that we know that is good for that, because that is something that happened for me, and MLM is such a great place to start working on your mindset just to be sure that you stop seeing problem and you start attracting something new. So Sylvain, I know you have also an example for this. Yes. Uh, so when I was a teacher, uh, as you know, there were a lot of a problem, you know, sometimes. So you, you look at that way and there's a group of people who are discussing about a problem and they were arguing. Okay, and now you just turn around and you're gonna see another group of people doing the same. Okay, so the next day you are, uh, you enter in that conference room and there's another group of people who are uh, having a discussion about a problem, but there's a common denominator. Okay, there's always the same ladies was gravitating into each problem. So that um, lady, so she, uh, she was gravitating around her. The problem was gravitating around her. She was like a garbage dump. Sorry for the illustration, but just to, to see because everybody were uh, uh, okay to take their garbage and go see her and give them their garbage. And I say, oh my God, yes, this is like a, 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 the, the place that you bring your garbage and you can give them the garbage. So, and I think the, the problem was that she liked it, okay? And accept all the garbage from everyone. You only take garbage when you know it's going to accept, to be accepted, appreciate, and welcome. So this is why people are going to err and give them the garbage. So I was not like that when I was young, but you know what? I, I, I like, let's say, um, when people come to me and talk uh, about their problems. And you know, one day I become fed up and I say, you know what, you're garbage, you can keep them for yourself or for your psychologist.
<laughs> Go see your therapist. <laughs> Okay, so don't go too far, Sylvain, because uh, I want you like to uh, tell, uh, like share with us the story that we have in the book for the next element, the third one, that is people who give up in the face of problems. So we all know people that haven't had like that perseverance through time. And just to help us illustrate how we can also deal with those type of people, I think that the example ca that came from the book is really great. So Sylvain, can you share with us the story of the assistant of John Maxwell? Yes. So John Maxwell had a new assistant. She was there for only for a couple of weeks. And uh, he asked uh, that assistant, we call it her Barbara. He said, Barbara, I need the, uh, the phone number of this person. Can you find it to me? And she said, of course. So at that time, they were not uh, using Google or Internet. So they were using the Rolodex. Do you know the Rolodex with all the cards in alphabetical order? So after a couple of minutes, she come to Mr. Maxwell and she said, you know what? I cannot find the, the number. So he said, okay. Barbara, bring the Rolodex to me and come with me. I'm going to help you to find the, the number. So he bring, she brings the Rolodex and he was looking for a starting point because he was looking for that people, that, uh, that certain people, and the number was not in the Rolodex. But he start with one person and he called it that person personally to ask if he had that number and he continued like 45 minutes and 45 minutes later, bingo, he found the number. So this is how he show how to resolve problem to Barbara. Yes, thank you, Sylvain. And when we look at that story, okay, there is three things that we can learn from it. First of all, to every problem, there's always an answer, okay? To every problem, there's always an answer. Second one, the answer is not always easy to find, okay? And this is something that we really need to work on, especially in those days, okay? And I'm not like talking only about the new generation, like everybody we've been impacted by that. Like our life is so quick right now. So like just buying something on Amazon, okay? You like right now, you don't even have to put your credit card in. You just have to click on a button and it has been ordered. So when we face real problems in life, okay, and we don't instantly have this answer, well, this is where we lose a lot of people. So we need to be sure that people face problems and have make mistakes just to be sure that they develop that ability. So answer is not always easy to find. And third, okay, problems will always be need to be solved at the lowest level. So in that situation, okay, yes, John Maxwell took the time, okay, to show his, uh, like his assistant how to deal with that. But what she understand is, okay, I have just to dig a little bit more, okay, into that technique just to be sure, okay, I don't put this kind of problem 
on like the desk of John Maxwell. So just be sure that you always solve the problem at the lowest level. So what, what you want and what John Maxwell did here in that situation, he want to help people become the solution finder. So he wants to be sure that they have that capacity and understand that you just have to persevere and use some strategies, technique, uh, tricks, and all of that just to, uh, just to build and find the answer. And finally, last element, people who use problem as stepping stone for success. So we've seen that some people decide to just play the victim, but other people, what is strange is actually they came out of that situation and they even built something bigger. So we can just name a few names like Roosevelt, Ellen Keller, Winston Churchill, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, Albert Einstein, Sigmund Freud, like a lot of the people that we know, okay, that have such a great success story. But what most of the people don't know is what, like who they were when they were a kid. So some of um, like one of the uh, agency or university make a, um, a study and they find something really interesting to all of those people that are considered as the great today. They find some element that are common in their story. So three, like three out of four of them as children were trouble with poverty, broken homes and rejection from their parenting. So we often use people say, well, my parent didn't like teach me that. Well, this is what happened to those people and they consider as great. The next, like all of the fiction and drama writers, okay, they came from a family where they saw 10 psychological drama. But even from that, they became a great. And more of the quarter suffer from psychological handicaps such as a physical handicap such as blindness, deafness, and a crippling disability. But how? How this kind of people can become a great? Well, actually, they understood that problem solving was a choice and not a function of circumstances. So they have decided to build and change their story and not accept that situation as being their story for life. So there's three lessons, okay, that we can learn from them. The first one is the lesson of resilience. This is what we call the ability to bounce back. So yes, just, just to let you know, okay, even if like in 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years, your name is not like uh, in the book of like the people that we call the great, okay? We all have difficulties. Like we, life is hard, okay? So we need to be able to bounce back, okay? And use that resilience and say, I, I, will, I will get out of that situation. The second lesson is adaptability. So the great, okay, they view problem as an opportunity. So their mindset is not a mindset of victim. They decide to find solution and say, there is a way. There will always be 
away. So as we say, if you cannot get in by the front door, well, there is the back one. And if it's not working, there is a lot of window that you can try, okay, to get yourself into that building, okay? It's, it's a metaphor here, okay? I'm not saying that you guys need to do that. And third lesson, okay, it's about continuous growth. So it is really important, okay, that into those situations, <coughs> sorry, that <laughs> in those situations that you evolve as a person, personally, and also professionally, that you are able to look at those problems and say, okay, I will, I will use that as a lesson. So how? Now, how as a leader, okay, can we help the people that want to be helped, that want to grow, that want to change their mindset, that are students? Well, first of all, what it is really important is as leader, you need able to observe, okay, your people, observe your team, your team member, and especially in MLM, because it's only if you spend time with them okay, that you show them, as John Maxwell did, to solve a couple of problems, okay, that you are, will, uh, we be, will, well, that you will be able to change their mindset about problem and see them as opportunity. What it is really important is that you never solve the problem for them. You need to solve the problem with them, because if you solve the problem for them, do you know what? Every time, that they had a problem, they will come and see you. And if you're not helping them the next time, they will be mad at you and say that you're not good, you're not a great leader, just because the first time you did it for them. So once they understand that they can, that, that they are responsible, okay, for the situation that they are in and that they want to solve it, okay, how can you do that? Is tell them the next time they have a problem, to come and consult you before they take the decision. And this is the opportunity that we have as leader and as director, or if you have like that position in your MLM, that you meet your 2080 people, that you meet the people that are in to do the work, okay, and change and progress, okay? You have to give them the opportunity to express themselves, bring you problems, and bring you solutions. So that's what you want. So next time that you have a problem, come and see me before you take the decision. And ask them to bring three possible solutions, okay? So you tell them, okay, you have that problem. I want you to bring me three solutions that you have thought of. So if the three solutions are all bad, okay, and you know, okay, remember, don't solve the problem for them, okay? Just ask them, find me three other more, okay? I want, I want something else, okay? Think outside of the box, just to be sure that at some point they bring something that is good because they've made that relation, okay, with all of the element of the problem. If the three that they bring to you are good, let them choose, okay, the right one and explain why, okay? So just tell them, which one will you pick and why? So you know that the three are good so they can make that decision so they will feel powerful. But if there is like only one that is good out of the three, do the same exercise as, is, as if they were good, like the three are good. But if they choose, if they choose the right one, encourage them and like, 
let them go like apply that that solution but if actually they didn't choose the right one okay and you know that it's not the right one remember don't solve the problem for them just now use that as an opportunity to be the teacher and like explain them why okay you think that this situation will bring more problem and not solve but actually that you prefer to orient them on the right one so now they can see like what element are in the balance that make you choose this one and because you are the mentor they will trust you and they will try that situation so this will help them build okay their mindset to understand what is good what is wrong based also on your experience so it it is a way like to help them okay just take a decision and be a problem solver and not be just somebody that execute what you say but they will feel powerful they will feel that they can change actually really what is happening to them so that that's it for today guys so what we've covered is like problem that will introduce us to others so how problems can help us understand what type of person we have in front of us and this is really important because as leader this is something we need to deal with with people how they will manage their problems so tomorrow we will start the last section of the chapter that it's about problem introduce us to opportunities so on that thank you so much for being with us we're seeing you tomorrow at eight bye everyone